Hello and welcome to the Giant Country Fan Podcast. On these next few episodes, this is the artist series um, with Rocio Rodriguez, Jackie Mendoza, and Dima Agajit. I'm going to try to pronounce her name again. We talked about it and I forgot how to pronounce it. But either way, these three episodes with these awesome artists um, were totally live. And we're live in the studio where students create. So sit back, relax. And um, check out these episodes, please. All right. Hello and welcome back to the Giant Contraband Robot podcast, um, season two of the Artist Talk series. Um, no, Christian Ventura would not be on this episode. He'll be back eventually. I, I, I totally misscheduled him. <laughs> I really did. because <laughs> On today's episode, we have Rocio Rodriguez. And before I continue on, did I pronounce your first name right? Okay, because legit, like, on this and any other show I do, I always make sure I pronounce the people's names right. Right, yeah. Because, like, I still can't pronounce this actor's name, John, I can't pronounce his, he's an African actor, and I can't pronounce his name. And people look at me like, you're a black man, you you can't pronounce a black person's name. Like, I can't pronounce everybody's fucking name. (laughs) So, like. Okay, we're doing it live as always. Um, but welcome to the episode. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so like like I was saying, this is season two of the Artist Talk series. Season one, we had student artists, um, emerging student artists, and we had right. um, Andrea Stang, the director of the Dingus Hills Art Gallery, and we had Devin Suno. Um, Suno, Santos, and Isai will be back on the Artist Talk um, for reboot episodes. Mm-hmm. But on this one, I wanted to focus on emerging artists. Um, Primarily focused on women to see and get their point of view of, of art within the black and bird term. It's always dudes and mainly white. Right, dudes. yeah. Um, and so it's just that perspective of like, what do we need to do to change? Like, like what does like the gallery need to change at the end of the day? Or us men need to do better on promoting um, women instead of right. just like focusing on just ourselves. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna try to get all that in today. And because um, I did waste a good two minutes <laughs> rambling on, I'm also not rambling on <laughs> or going off on a tangent like I am. Right. right? <laughs> I do the same thing. Because I'm like, it's it's such a touchy topic too. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. To me, I wouldn't say it's a touchy topic. Yeah. It's something that needs to be talked about. Because yeah. I'm like, and I always see people always uncomfortable to talk about it, like especially when someone's like. I'm non-binary. First yeah. thing I hear, okay, you don't want to hear the pronouns. He, him, her, um, her she. Yeah. Like, and then it's like it's up to me to learn to give those pronouns. Like, okay, they, them, or just mm-hmm. pronounce their name. Yeah. Like it's simple. It's easy. Or yeah. like someone's like, don't refer to me as gay. I already know I'm gay. I'm just another person. Yeah. And so I always do the. It, me personally, try to work on that while other people's like. Fuck you, they're not human. Right, yeah. Like, like, like really, dude? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, if you don't know, there is cursing. You can curse. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Because I legit had, um, he said he was like, can we curse? Like, yeah, we can curse. Like, oh, like, oh yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, no issue. it's always like, who's going to go first? Yeah. And it's always. Who, who drops the F-ball first? <laughs> yeah. And I always try, let's just say, I don't like New Year's resolutions. Yeah. As you say, I'm going to try to curse less within like 24 hours. Yeah. 24 hours. And it's always somebody who pisses you off, just like, okay, this is this who I am, who I am. Um, so we'll start off with housekeeping. Um, housekeeper for the week of February 29th to March 1st. Uh, we have leading the charge. Um, Rocio is going to lead the zine workshop here at Cal State Dominguez Hills Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, Saturday um, February 28th and 29th um, from what, 7 to 9? Uh, from 6.30 to 8.30. 6.30. Yeah. Okay. And then at the same time, we're going to have a small student art show in the painting studio across from the zine workshop. So it's going to be a packed weekend this, um, this oh, coming yeah. weekend. Especially Saturday, too. 
Yeah. It's gonna be all day. Oh. And Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Friday, yeah, Friday, Saturday is all days. Um Sundays is like eight to two o'clock. Yeah. So that's that, that, that's that not bad. that bad, yeah. Um so definitely come out. I will have this episode posted real quick so we can signal boost this out so people can actually come out and participate. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll also be one of your um your helpers for that. Oh yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So um we're just gonna get right into it. Um the first question I had, um, who's your influences? Like when I see your work, it's like it was uh, like we was talking before, like a rockabilly '80s new wave style. Right, and um, like traditional work, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who were your influences going in, like going into that route of art? Well, like when I first started, like way before, like I started doing like like the whole '80s scheme, like new wave stuff. Mm-hmm. I was mostly drawn into like okay, because I at first wanted to do tattoos, which like I mean obviously it's not there yet, but. <laughs> I've always had that like style like for traditional like black or gray yeah. work like dotted work stuff like that so that's what I usually do for drawings not 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 so much for like paintings because I I don't know I just wasn't that very geared onto it when it came down to the paintings but for drawings yeah I'll do like traditional watercolor stuff and um, just like discovering artists on Instagram too or like other websites too and um, I don't know like I think when I took my second year of painting for painting two, mm-hmm. that's when I was more like testing out, like okay, like I gotta get like this certain style by like this time, like I should already have an idea what I like to make. Yeah. And I think that's when like music came hand in hand too with my work too. Um, I was mostly a lot into like eighties new wave, like death rock, yeah. gothic stuff, and um, I think that's where it also helped me get some ideas sparked down like I would do like a lot of thumbnails and then just go from there just go huge and like at first I started really small until like I was meeting up with Devin about it and I was like oh like what do you think about this idea it was my black and white painting of soft cell yeah and um he was like I was like I don't know if I should do it in color because it was just it was just a sketch and he was like he's like I think you should go big and I was like are you sure I can (laughs) go big like is it fine and he was like yeah you should go big and then I was like okay I was like, but this is my first time doing it. He's like, it'll be fine. Like, it'll be, you could just make it bigger. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what about, like, color-wise? He's like, I think you should just leave it black and white. Because it was just the outline, too. Yeah, I remember. So he was like, just do it in black and white. Because, like, it'll show more, there'll be more contrast against, like, your line work and everything, yeah. too. So I was like, okay, I'll go for it. And so I did. And I think, like, those, like, shapes and, like, and, and also collage. That's where I also get my ideas from, too. Like, I'll just take out, like, a big, like, um zoom piece of like collages Mm -hmm. and then just go from there just organic shapes and like that's where i get my shapes from too and just form patterns too um would you say your your zines influenced um way to paint too so you should do um i think so too yeah i think that's where like the collages also go like hand in hand too Mm -hmm. um i think like for like the zines it's slightly different because like we also have like we all we all bounce off from different ideas with like the collective I'm in, like we all just bounce off different ideas, and if it goes well, then like we'll put it in there. Okay. And um. Oh, and so yeah, about the Zine Collective I'm in, it's called um Chicana Cry Baby. Like the meaning behind it is like, we all have feelings. Like yeah. it's okay to cry. Like yeah. and in terms for guys too, like like it's okay. We all have feelings. Like it's it's okay to like show that. Yeah. That would... So I think that's like usually like the purpose of like how it started because like we've all started like from like you know bad bad grounds and like coming from bad backgrounds too so that's kind of like like an outlet for us too to show like how we felt in like certain scenes or like just even then like just like um like from certain events like we'll capture it and we'll just put it all in a zine too 
Yeah, yeah. Gonna, I was going to say, um, I actually do agree with you on that, where for some reason we have that toxic male masculinity. Yeah, like, yeah. Where people are, where men is afraid to show emotion. Yeah. Like, when we was both in the same they're, painting. They're seen as, like, the like the macho kind of, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. And I, I don't get it. Like, that last, the semester we were both in, we um, was in the same painting class. Yeah, yeah. When I talked about depression, me going through yeah. it, and me having suicidal thoughts, that right, was right, me right. finally being open with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's nothing wrong with being, um, and I was talking about it at the time, it's like nothing wrong with being vulnerable. We don't have yeah. a lot of men yeah. doing it, especially black men. And actually, not just black men, men of but, color. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I was looking at statistics, both um, Latin and black men are the higher rated suicide um, rate than women of color. And I was like, mm-hmm. That means we, we don't really talk about yeah. it. So it's great that you have an outlet where you create zines where it's, like you said, it's good to cry and it's good to be vulnerable with mm-hmm. other people. And I think we should have more of that. Yeah. Um, how did you meet your, um, how did your collective form, form. pretty much? Um, our founder, Jocelyn, I went to high school with him. And so we kind of just like linked up together. Like we met at a show, like primarily. Yeah. And um, they've helped me like apply for like colleges, like gave me advice, but like, you know, stuff like that. And I think I was still a junior, junior or sophomore. And so after they left, um, we always kept in touch, like no matter what, like and stuff like that. And then after, when they noticed that I was gonna still pursue my art major, um, that's when I think they started forming, like, oh, I'm gonna start doing all these zines. And um, they also did like a bunch of like events too, here and there too. And like they're like, oh, like would you? Oh, and it started with doing helping helping them do the cover for like their zines. And then um, that's when um, I sent it to them, and they're like, oh, they're like can I like save it for like the archive and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, like we can always like collab, you know. And I think like that's like from there, that's like I'm I'm basically like in the collective. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, like it's literally no problem. Like like official now. Yeah, like homies help homies. Like yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like yeah, so like here and there, like we'll have a couple of shows here and there too. I think. I think What's another show? I think Long Beach is another huge zine um, show coming up too. I know LAZ Press is also coming up too in May. Okay. Yeah, there's just like little orgs that we might know in between too that might have something going up and then Soldier Band, yeah. So um, for me, I have never been to a zine fest. Right. Is it different from well, pretty much um, like a zine Compared show? to like an art show? Like yeah, art yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the difference between the two? Um, I feel like a lot of people like... When people are like, oh, what's a zine? Like, it could really be anything. Yeah. Like, like I remember when Devin was showing me, like, his whole, he has a big box of zines. I've seen that. I was, I was shook. I was like, oh, my God. I just have, like, a little bag. Like, <laughs> and um, when he was passing them around, I think it was in 2D, 2D Comp, um, he was like, like, literally, like, these zines could be anything. Like, this zine right here is, like, about, like, how a printer works. Yeah. And this other zine is, like, about, like, bicycling in L.A. and, like, people going through accidents and, like, on their bikes or using bikes as a transportation all around L.A. and, like, Cal- like Southern California in general, too. Like, it's crazy. I know, for me, um, it was always skateboarding zines that I grew oh, up with. Yeah. And comic book zines for like yeah. or anime. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It was like I didn't start until like I started got um in the community college, that's when I started seeing artist zines. Yeah. Where like it could be um maybe a photography focused or abstract focused. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. that's when I started learning those terms and I started seeing the difference between like, oh, we can do like you said, it could be anything you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, writing too, it could be mixed up. I know it's um I had a friend, well, we're still friends, I was like, I had a friend. <laughs> I always have to make sure she's aware because they right? could be listening. She's like, what do you mean by hat? The one time I slipped, I was like, I used to have a friend. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm talking about it. Like, we just talked about yesterday. And she got on my ass. And I was like, I'm sorry. So, Jenny, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but um, 
uh, back on the on music. So, mm-hmm. did the music as well, like like art, did that also influence that as well? Um, I would think scene? so too. Yeah, because I remember, like, I think about two years ago, we also like collaborated with another music festival called Sound and Fury. We also did like a little like zine release show in LA, mm-hmm. and it was insane. <laughs> it was insane. Um, but it had a really cool turnout too, and um. We're planning to do another one, hopefully this year. That was last year's event too, because it's a yearly festival too. So we're like thinking and like plotting like what kind of photos we can put in, like what kind of work we could also put in, or like any like, um, like the people that run the fest, like the fest that like maybe like their thoughts about it too, and like how the whole process goes and everything. And um, that's also another thought for like future zines and like just writing too, really, yeah, as a way to vent how we feel also. Yeah. Um, then this is my follow up on that one. Um, where uh, it's like a standard because, like, where do you see like the, your your like I want to say you're interdisciplinary because you you have your painting, but you also have the zines, which I still cons- I consider them art as well yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're taking the time to take maybe personal collections or like the one that you came out with not too long ago. It's your personal collection of things that you like. And like um, either it can be cars, um, certain like maybe a city block, mm-hmm. or just like certain pieces of clothing with that inspires you to put together the zine. So do you see this being your primary focus out of school, or do you want to like um, go somewhere else like with your? Art? I could see it also being like kind of going up there like as far as paintings too, because that's I feel like also zines are like slowly becoming like something that's yeah. like I don't want to say like popular, but like. They're out there, yeah. yeah especially like, like now. Um, I don't know. I think that's that's like something, a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe return it. Especially like it. especially recently too. Like all these shows coming up and like all these like workshops too. Like mm-hmm. like even not just here on campus. Like I I hear about like a lot of like workshops going on around like SoCal too. Yeah. Um, and this um, this question will probably lead into. The one we was actually talking about at the start of it. Yeah. Why was the feeling of seeing your name like top billed when you do when you do shows and you see your name there? Like normally it could be like, like at a zine show yeah, or like, like or a, zine, a show in general. Yeah, oh, a show in general. Like was that like that feeling like I, I fucking made it or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um like okay really like at first like my family like they weren't really about me making work like mm-hmm. they're like oh like oh so like you're gonna pursue that stuff like like how are you gonna get a job like. Like, are you sure, like, you can, like, stable yourself with that stuff? And I'm just like, yeah, like, like, at first it was really discouraging. Because, like, at first, like, even before, like, I wanted to commit doing, doing this, um, I had always had, like, interest in, like, marine bio. And, like, and, like, my whole, my whole thought was, like, okay, I'm going to go to San Diego, do, do, um, marine bio, like, you know, like, that's it. Like, I'll have a job. (laughs) And then, um, I don't know, like, I did go, like, on a hiatus. Um, like just because I used to start drawing when I was like five, like you know, just scribble, scrabble, you know, like stuff like that, and like just draw. I never painted, but it was just you know, like markers, crayons, you know, like the basics. And um, that was when like I just had like a big, big block. Like I just didn't make work for like three or four years until like I think maybe like my junior year in high school. Into like coming into my senior year in high school, I was like, holy shit, I could still do this. <laughs> wow. Piggyback on that, your parents was never like they were. You. They weren't really about it. Like my mom, she was just kind of like, "Are you sure?" Like my dad was kind of more like, 
like, oh, like, if you want to do it, like, go for it. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not stopping you or whatever. But my mom was kind of more like, like, you should be a doctor. Like, you should do this. Or, like, be a vet or something. And I was just kind of like, like, it's cool, but, like, I don't think it's something that, like, I wouldn't say, like, passionate about, but it's something, like, I wouldn't, like, want to be in. Like, you know, being excited yeah. to do. And, yeah, I just had that kind of, like, thing in mind, like, do I really want to keep doing this? Or do I just or do I just suck it up and do a job that, just so that my family's like, oh, yeah, she has a job. Like, she's making money. Like, yeah, yeah that's kind of, like, how that whole thing was. So that, that is totally, yeah. I would say that's totally different because when I do the first four episodes, it's their family. Um, the first four artists that was interviewing, their family's four. Mm-hmm. And, well, Andrea's, um, her mother is an artist, but right. Miss Stag is not. Yeah. But she went into a gallery. And that, yeah. And Devin's parents are artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then, his dad. Mm-hmm. But Isai's and Santos' family was like, go for it. This is something that you're passionate about. Just do it. Mm-hmm. So here, I'm like, normally I hear people like, oh, I just like, I fell off. It's like more of a personal yeah, thing yeah, than yeah, a family yeah. thing. Yeah. Yours was like, it sounds like you was more conflicted like in yourself, but then you also had your family in yeah. here. I'm like, that's almost indicative of like my family because they was like, can you do something else? Yeah. Like, they noticed I was in a video game. So like, don't yeah. you go into doing that? Yeah. Or, since I'm good at doing this, yeah. you go, like we were talking about right, yeah, yeah, journalism. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, but I think I was like, I, was, I remember telling them, like, everybody's acting like I can do sculptures, like the superhero action. Right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, if I'm being told I can do this, I was like, like pursue, just do it. Yeah, yeah. Pursue it. So I was like, I did have the same, was like, I have not painted or like drawn, drew, like, for the same, you're saying, yeah, about, yeah. Years. And then getting back into the groove of things, I'm like, oh, I can do this again. Like, I can still, I still have that skill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. Have yeah. That skill. It, it's, it's now lower skills now because <laughs> you took that break. I but, know, it's so bad. I mean, <laughs> it's like, it also, and I think we can also say this, it's like, it's nothing wrong with taking a break. Because mm-hmm. if you can't creatively do anything, it's like, you need that time to recharge. Yeah. And I think, in a way, learn more about yourself and what you want to do or what you want to focus on in terms of. Um, oh, what to add, yeah. What you what work to be about? Because mm-hmm. um, we was talking. Devin's talking about his family. We have um, Dima, who are, we're going to be interviewing yeah. soon. Is her culture and her um, and how? Um, honestly, I'm not going to mislabel her uh, her nationality because that'd be very bad yeah. on my part. <laughs> I, I'm thinking it, but I don't know if I'm right or wrong. So mm-hmm. I'll wait for yeah. that. But um, seeing these different perspectives of people mm-hmm. interviewing and different them, cultures, yeah, and then learning. Like, and the first person now to tell me, like, I know I broke the ice, <laughs> yeah. but that, that is a good thing, yeah. Not everyone is not, not everybody knows, yeah. yeah. And like, everybody's like assuming, oh, their parents was like, just no, let not them. every parent yeah. is supportive of their children going into art, and they always assume, oh, you're gonna work for Disney. I'm like, you'd be like, why do I want to yeah. work for a corporation where I can work for myself, yeah? Because I'm assuming that's what you you that you like to do is keep mm-hmm. continuing working for yourself and yeah. not for a corporation, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah i would say like just work on myself and like see like you know whatever opportunity comes up and like i'm always open to like collaborating with other people too um yeah just pretty much like really open-minded really um i remember you saying was you working on hosting a new show a zine show um yeah this year going forward is that something you want to primarily do besides um, doing um, still working on your zines to start being more of like in a way a curator. Um, possibly. Uh, we haven't really like discussed like like a set day, but um, we're trying to build other zines too. 
like in between like like our main focus of a another zine like a big zine um yeah it's just like small zines like that'll help us like build like okay like we can do this big one by like a certain day and we'll have it like out by like you know whatever day we have but um um i try my best to juggle both like painting and making zines because i know they're both time consuming yeah. but yeah I, I would say both are pretty like priority too yeah um do you see do you want to continue on going to school after like you done after graduating yeah after graduating. Or, you wanna, or you want to be a working artist i don't i know like, i get this question a lot like especially Devin. he's like are you gonna go to grad school i'm like yeah, but I don't know. I kind of want a break, but I don't. I don't know. It's it's. I'll say this: there's nothing wrong with taking yeah your your time to be away from school. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you're, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can always go yeah. back for your master's. Oh yeah. Because I know people who went back for their master's at forty. Right. Because they know, right? I'm now set. I know I can do this. Like, yeah. or probably like, I'm not comfortable being like. Lauren Halsey, who um, right. last year he was talking about mm -hmm. how the atmosphere at grad school is way different from being at an yeah. actual university, mm -hmm. and I'm just listening to that because here it's more of a community thing. Mm -hmm. we, we, it's not a community; it's we are a community here at um, Dubois Hills, mm -hmm. and everyone is like trying to look out for one another. But when yeah. you go to grad school, that's when you notice oh, everyone is a working artist while still going to school, and they're just like trying to step on one another, which yeah. I don't like. I really I don't, don't like get that. that. Yeah. And I've also noticed, and we were talking about it, um, there's a lot more men, well, me included, um, was primarily, like, when I was actually about time, you finally seen your name on something. And that freedom, like, oh, this is me, another group of women, and I want to see this more. Yeah. Do you want to see more, like, yeah, men is still in the show, but yeah. do you want to still see more women of color? Yeah. On these top buildings for these shows going forward, is that something you'd like to see more? Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like so there's so many like women out like in like the like in the art world or like just like even in like the zine world too. Like they're so like underappreciated for like all the hard work that they do too, and like you you don't know like what they're capable of doing yeah. too. Like there's so many like like handmade stuff like you know like necklaces like jewelry and stuff. Like I see a lot of like women. Especially like right like lately I've seen like a lot of like big like vending um shows like a lot of people do like handmade stuff or like pins and like also zines too like they're like small collection of zines too um I don't know what else I've seen like like clothing too like their handmade clothing too or like other small businesses that they do too on like mm -hmm. online like on Etsy and stuff yeah. like like that needs to be out there more like yeah. I like that's that's the type of stuff I like to see <laughs> um. Yeah. Instead of like the the main male dominated focus. So. Yeah, that too. Um, even then, like I see like a people like collaborate with one another too, like like both men and women too. Like that's that's totally fine too. Yeah. But I feel like there should be like more women out there like promoting themselves or like friends of friends promoting yeah. each other too. Like that's you don't really see that quite often. I know because I know the theme is for this year is like support your artist friends. Mm -hmm. Like continue to do that and yeah, it's good. Um, but I was gonna ask the ratio between men and women at these shows is it still dominantly men or do you want to see more women? I want to say like for like zines, I think maybe like as of lately, I feel like it's about the same. But maybe as a whole, it might be like male. Like men taking over, 
or like there's like favoritism or like people choosing one another when it comes to submitting for shows and stuff like I feel like that's also another thing too. I've I've yeah. seen that. Or just because like people know each other and like you know yeah. like they just. I have seen like that. Like the connections that they have. Yeah. And it was an artist talk um, that I was in. They was talking about favoritism, mm-hmm. and um, Rick. Um, I can't. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name. There's another person whose last name I tried. He's the head curator and owner of the resident residency in Inglewood. Oh right, 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 yeah. And he was talking about favoritism, and he said he's trying to combat that because that's what primarily what we see artists in LA primarily. But then he was talking about schools that have participated in his shows, and I'm like, I don't hear Dominguez Hills. Mm-hmm. I was like, you getting students from UCLA and USC. In a way, isn't that favoritism? If you're not yeah. coming to like Cal Arts or Fullerton yeah, yeah. or Dominguez Hills, yeah. and he's like, Shit. I was like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's a cool thing that he is. He does have a lot of um, women-focused um, shows, and that's all well and good. But it's mm-hmm. like, that's you're doing something that's helping, but then also you're not showing all students as well. Right. Um, do you feel it's up to us to do this, like to create more? Like we have a student show coming up. Right. We're the ones that's curating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, I know Demon Dima, who uh-huh. else will be on? She curated her own show outside of school. Oh yeah, the one in Joshua Tree, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. So you see this um happening, like we just like you said before, you're creating your own. Is this the way that more women, especially women of color, actually get more of their voices heard? You think this mm-hmm. is the, um, the better one? Um, I would I would think so. Like you know, like if they're coming at you, like you know, like I'm trying to do this show, like like I feel like there's like a lot of like like it's like a win some you lose some kind of thing. Like um, like no matter how hard you try, like you you'll probably still get like rejected or like you can't do a certain show because like there was so many submissions and like they just didn't have to, to pick you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it also goes. Like also too, like submitting for shows too. Um, like it'll it'll always happen. So it's like I don't I wouldn't take it personally too. Like I wouldn't take it personally too if I don't get if I can't curate a show here or there. Like you know like I could always like you know always look around too. But um, I feel like yeah like we should like definitely like reach out to people like you know like in the best way too and like hopefully keep contact with one another too. Um, I don't know, it's just more like, I don't know, it's like I just was, respecting one another too and just keeping touch. I would say that's what, I guess, the one good thing about social media. Yeah. Because yeah. um, even if we're... Or new, introducing one another to other people too. Um, yeah. Like, there's a few people I'm like, I don't never see on campus. And they right. find me on Instagram. and they're Right, like, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Where are you when I'm here? It's like I never seen you in like yeah. And then they're like, and they're like, oh, we seen your stuff, and it was like, that's really, it's like really cool. Yeah. Um, we have a special guest. <laughs> if you don't know where I'm live on location recording, um, so everything here in the background is not going to be edited out for authenticity purposes. It's all good. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I would say this: now that you're more deep, like you're close to graduating, mm-hmm. 
how is your family um, perception of you being an artist now compared to when you started back to it? Um, my mom, she's kind of more like seeing it like, oh, like she's doing stuff like on campus and like outside of campus. Like when I did like those like couple workshops with Devin, like outside of campus with the Theodore Payne mm-hmm. thing going on, I think it was like two years ago, a year and a half ago. She's seen that like, like oh, I, like I've worked with kids and like teaching kids like how to do this with paint, like you can do this with watercolor, yeah. like you can do like all kinds of like even like mixed media stuff too. Mom's like like I could see like like she's like I I feel like she's like okay my daughter's like out doing stuff like working with kids and yeah. like just interacting more I guess um like she sees that like oh like you know she's actually doing stuff with like what she's doing so I think she's kind of like slowly like accepting like okay like she, that's what she's gonna like plan to do like maybe even after when she's graduating yeah so I think that's like. Like she's like she's getting there. Like she's getting yeah. the hang like with what I do. Um, she's finally like, okay, there is some, you, there is things you can do besides just just drawing draw, or painting. Draw yeah, or painting. yeah. I was just hoping that you get shown. Like there, yeah. are, like I think, I think that is the stigma with being an artist. They always assume, okay, you're an artist. You're a hungry artist at that. Yeah. Like they always hungry. <laughs> um, or oh, you gotta work in animation eventually. Like, yeah. Like no, there's other there's, there's there's way more to that. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned like you have zines, these um, eh, I'll say music in a way. Yeah, definitely music in the way. Um, tattooing. Yeah. Which um, I have seen the the drawings you've done. Uh huh. But not you actually tattooing anybody. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> when that's gonna happen? Because we already have. I'm trying I know to get, so many people have asked me. Because I've seen. Like, I don't know. I've seen <laughs> Cynthia. She's, oh yeah. She's way deep. She, she, yeah. When are you? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's it's always a thought. I'm just like, I was like, I was like, do I really want to put it on hold? Should I just start now? Like, I don't know. Just start now. <laughs> I, I, I do like that. I do like that style. And like the closest of that of that style I have is this one right here. Oh right, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm like, do it. If you need a test subject, <laughs> I'm I'm right here. Because <laughs> yeah, I had a friend, yeah. even if it's fading away and they have to touch it up. Uh-huh. I had a friend do this. Oh. Uh-huh. But um, for you audio listeners, it's a cat bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cat bat. It was just like a quick sketch I came up with. I was like, we do this. Just, just do what you want, yeah. Yeah, I was like, we're not going to do like a big piece. No, you're just, yeah. you're doing, because you're doing neat, you're doing, she, there's free, um, freehand. Oh, uh-huh. Um, there's the traditional. Yeah. She was doing needlepoint. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh-huh. So I was like, i never done needlepoint. I've seen it before because that's uh-huh. a um, natural uh, Japanese way of ta- um, tattooing with the, the pick and then it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not mad enough for that. <laughs> no, and it was like, one dude was like, oh, I'll sit here for like for eight hours long. I'm like, he's like a huge back piece. I'm like, nah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> nah, son. Like, it, this right here, I was like, she's near the veins and shit. I'm like, hey, we're just going to stick to this little small piece. And mm-hmm. the fact that I have to get a touch stuff again. It just kills you. Yeah. Just gonna have to like smoke a blunt and just be like, go, just go. <laughs> yeah. But um, you see, like instead of eventually, but you see, still um, designing tats for other people. Yeah, yeah I've had. Yeah. Just, uh, it's, it's been a while since uh, someone's actually like trying to. I I remember just like a couple weeks ago, somebody wants to get that Betty Boop one that I did. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Um, she's currently selling stickers right now. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll, plug, we'll plug. We'll plug all your. We'll plug all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I've seen um, the Betty Boo. Um, I bought your um, pants labyrinths. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you also painted that as well, right? Yeah, I think I might have that for the show this weekend too. Oh, that'd be sick. I think I think I might bring that in too. Um, do you always pull from popular culture, or just like something that um, you? Like if I were to come down to like make prints, like if I feel like some people will buy, because I feel like people won't. Okay, like I haven't made prints of like my personal work yet, like mm-hmm. in terms of like the whole '80s theme going on, because I feel like some people like won't get it, or like maybe not might not be into it as much as I am. But um, yeah, like with like the whole like Pennywise, like Pan's Labyrinth, and like all like the flashies, I feel like that's like something that like I feel like a lot of, like a bigger crowd might like, or like you know. Yeah. So that's kind of like when it comes down to smaller scale stuff when I make like stickers or prints and stuff like that but like I don't have an issue printing like my my work but that's kind of like how I see it like what people yeah. would like or you know yeah I would suggest getting a booth at comic-con any comic-con is like $30 a booth uh-huh trust me hands labyrinth Pennywise they will sell out mm-hmm. quick because um artist alley and it, and I feel that's a good way for artists to actually be shown as well. Yeah. Because for some reason, comic conventions, like even if your art is not mm-hmm. directly tied to comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the a, idea. Yeah. When a regular, I would say, a comic book fan heads down to artist alley and they do see varieties of different art, that does interest them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that would be my one suggestion. Yeah. Just like try to go into like a, there's if they bring it back. It was um, it's called like uh, the L.A. Sci-Fi Horror Con. Oh, uh huh. always at the sh- it was at the Shrine Auditorium, but they moved it to um, L.A. Mark. Oh, okay. Uh huh. That you would definitely pull it out. If I have to look. I've been trying to like get a panel. Like hope going. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they, that is like a just place for all artists. Cause I did see one artist. It was just like, yeah, they had like Marvel and DC stuff that they mm-hmm. created just specifically for that. But then they had on the side of their booth, like original pieces that they made yeah. and the original stickers and I'm like oh artists we, we artists are nothing but hustlers yeah because he's like we need money for my art <laughs> like not only for gas and food but yeah paint yeah shit, like, especially, that shit's not cheap <laughs> and, uh, and I'm pretty sure producing your zines and oh, these stickers yeah. cost a lot of money yeah because that was gonna ask how um do you print yourself print and cut yourself or you actually like get it professionally done I get them professionally done okay. yeah and that mm-hmm. runs a pretty bit on um, like for this run of of this of the set that I made, I made like like sixty fifty these stickers for like twenty bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, which isn't that bad. Yeah, like I feel I feel like other like places would probably charge more. And then yeah. for the zines, how much they usually run you? I think it varies. Yeah, it it kind of depends, especially if it's like with color or not, or if it's mixed. Yeah, it's just like it's a very yeah. Because I was seeing one, it was just a comic strip, mm-hmm. and the person was like two hundred dollars. And you resize my shit, and I can tell you to do it. And I was like, yeah. I have to find you that that uh, comic strip because I'm, yeah. I'm doing it injustice. Um, and it's and around me, um, it was a woman artist. Uh-huh. And I'm like, women artists are the best is at the best is because they show you a window of things that they go through, even if it's yeah. for comedic relief. Mm-hmm. It is still deeply personal because yeah. this is what only well, they need, Yeah. And I'm picking it back on to what we were talking about before <laughs> because. I always find certain things that I know it may connect. Yeah. So I was like, that right there, because um, it was like two hundred dollars. I'm like, damn, it can't be that much. Right. Like, have you seen something like that? It can get that exorbitant. Just like printing like maybe like ten 
zines. That, you, ever, you ever seen that before? You, or heard no, I've, I've never encountered something that crazy before yet. I have yet. I have yet, yet. to experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like it will get to that point one yeah. day. Yeah. Because I'm like, I would say, you haven't took. You're not taking professional practices. No, not not. What? You're not graduating this semester. No, hopefully next year. Oh, Let's see. Yeah. you get there. Trust me. <laughs> Because um, the one of the talks will be um, how you price your stuff. Oh, uh-huh. And how much would it, like, if you were mass producing something, how much would that be a cost to you? Mm-hmm. So that is something that... Um, I think Devin and I have that kind of talk, yeah. So it's a good thing I'm an engineer again. Because mm-hmm. I like to jump the gun and get everything done beforehand. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I know, like, if I want to mass produce a bunch of skateboards, oh, I know it's going to probably cost me within, like, I would say maybe two, three hundred, because this is... A tangible object and mm-hmm. weathering and proofing the board so the, the yeah. image can actually last long. Yeah. And it's because I know it's not going to be used for decorative purposes. Right. The person's going to actually use this. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's like to like maybe research more. Yeah. Because I know super professional stuff will probably cost that, so that much more. Yeah. That, that much more. And probably like mom and pop shops, shops not, that is not like staples or anything. Right. Like, or affordable. Mm-hmm. But um, we are close to every episode. Um, let's camp out your social media so people know where to get your Betty Boop stick. Um, it's on my, you can find me on campus anywhere <laughs> at a show. Um, just um, remind me because sometimes I will forget. <laughs> but um, my studio account is double R O C I O dot studio, and that's where I mostly post like any like other zine events going on, like or any gallery events going on, or um or any other cool shows happening too. Like I always post them there, or any like submissions that I see. Like I want to like spread the word too, not just for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to like the arts collective too. Um, yeah, I'm working on a website. <laughs> hopefully I get that done. Hopefully before summer. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it yeah, for what I know. Yeah. And I will definitely post any on your social media letter for people to have access. Um, other than that, thank you for being on this episode. Yeah, no problem. And like I said, Christian will eventually be back whenever that will be. <laughs> um, peace out.